Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. A big welcome to you, Asivewe Landwa. Thank you very much for joining us this evening. Asivewe. Uh, good evening, Patricia. I uh, can hear me. <clears throat> yes, I can hear you now. Good evening. Now, as the spokesperson of the South African Union of Students, what is your stance on the mandatory vaccinations policy that uh, most universities have implemented and they've given the deadline that as of the beginning of the 2022 academic year, this is going to happen? Uh, once again, uh, good evening to you, Patricia, and your listeners. Uh, Patricia, I think our view, as we have expressed uh, before, is that we we encourage that all students in all institutions of higher learning must and should and rather should vaccinate, uh, as we believe that this will be able to protect themselves, their fellow students, university communities, but also society at large uh, from uh, 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 the worst case scenario as far as the pandemic is concerned. But we also believe that if students vaccinate, in majority, and even if we could get to a point where all students were vaccinated, we most probably would begin to see an edging closer to the reopening uh, of institutions, especially as it pertains to contact learning and other uh, congregational activities that are part and parcel of the learning uh, project. However, Patricia, what we are completely uh, uh, and diametrically opposed to is the forcing and the coercing of students and workers to vaccinate against their constitutional determination. We are saying they should be allowed to choose whether they want to vaccinate or not. Uh, So that is our stance regarding the mandatory vaccinations. We do not support them, and we are saying that we will not allow a situation whereby (coughs) students are not allowed to enter public institutions of higher learning uh, 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 on the basis and the fact that they would not have vaccinated. Uh, and I think as the interview goes on, we, I will be able to give you our reason as to why we believe that this should not be allowed. Hey, teamers, I'd love to, you to join in on this conversation we're having with Asive, uh, who is uh, the spokesperson for the South African Union of Students. You have heard that a lot of uh, universities here in South Africa are imposing a mandatory vaccination um, for students and uh, those who work within the universities as of 2022. What are your thoughts around this as an A-teamer? Or perhaps you are a student or you have a child going into an institution of higher learning and you'd like to give us your thoughts around Around it or ask your questions. Asive is here to respond to those questions on 011-714-2006 or you can WhatsApp 0614-104-107. Now you say you, you can explain to us what uh, Asive, w- w- what your reasoning is behind saying yes students are being encouraged by the South African Union of Students to vaccinate, but you don't want them to be coerced. You don't want uh, a mandatory uh, vaccination policy in public universities or public institutions. So what is the reasoning behind this? Uh, It's a few reasons. I think the first one is that uh, obviously the students and the workers they have they they have their right protected in the in the constitution of South Africa, particularly as it pertains to body integrity, 
uh, that they should choose what medication and medicine that they administer or not. This is their constitutional right, and this is protected. Of course, we have heard of uh, counter-arguments as far as the limitations of rights is concerned, but uh, uh, you cannot cannot allow a situation whereby the right for someone to bodily integrity, uh, uh, there is a limitation to that. Uh, to uh, uh, to such a right, number one. Number two, uh, as we speak, government themselves, they have not uh, uh, made the vaccinations mandatory. And these institutions which we are speaking about are public institutions under the direction and the guide of government. So it, it cannot be that certain segments of government are going against the grain and the commitment that has been given. We accept it as a nation that we are going to be led by, that government was going to lead us through uh, the National Corona, uh, uh, Coronavirus Command Council. Uh, and the last, uh, as, as led by the president, uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa, and the last commitment which he gave to millions of South Africans, to all South Africans, was that no South African would be forced to vaccinate against their will. And therefore we cannot accept a situation where in a public institution we are going against that particular grade. Number three, institutions of higher learning, Patricia, are spaces that are inherently spaces of debate, spaces of science, and spaces for intellectual engagement. Therefore, we are of the view that in in institutions of higher learning, leaders of those institutions have the responsibility to persuade their students and to persuade the students and the workers intellectually using facts and science as towards for them to vaccinate and not to coerce them. In fact, any coercion goes against and in fact undermines the very science behind the vaccination because it is as if there is no a substantive basis and a scientific basis and factual basis for people to take up the vaccine when you want to let it, when you want to enforce it in this manner. And lastly, if you care, if this is legislated, the taking of the vaccine, the, the, the taking up of the, the inoculation. Uh, uh, two things are going to happen. In, in fact, three things are going to happen in institutions of higher learning. The first one is that the students that do not take up the vaccine will either be excluded uh, uh, from the institution or they will have to be criminalized. They will end up being charged. Number two, what could the, the, in fact, the second one would be the criminalization of students. And the third one, is that you are going to end up having to fire workers because we, are, we know there are thousands of workers in institutions of higher learning who, are, who, are, who, do, who do not want to take the vaccine or at least who have not been convinced yet of taking the vaccine and who are being forced to take the vaccine at the risk of losing their jobs, which will lead us also to joblessness and also criminalization of workers. This is therefore why we cannot allow this vaccine to be made mandatory. Asiva, if uh, there was, was there in fact, was there enough uh, consultation from the institutions with uh, the student unions and with the students at large? There wasn't, Patricia. I can say this without any fear uh, of contradiction. How do we know this? Because of all, literally all the institutions where they have taken the decision to make the vaccines mandatory, the SRCs of those institutions have gone uh, uh, on record publicly to say that they do not believe, in fact, that they were not consulted extensively and that they do not agree with such a decision.
We also know of certain workers in other institutions where they have even began to form groups and associations to fight against the decision of those institutions to make the vaccines mandatory. So I can say without any fear of contradiction that there was the, 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 that the, the engagement that the, these institutions claim to they have had were either insufficient or, for the most part, ineffective. Now, uh, with the reasons that you've stated why you don't want uh, the vaccines to be mandatory, should the task team that the president has uh, uh, called out to investigate how the country can move forward with mandatory vaccination, should they come up and say, yes, the entire country should be on mandatory vaccination? Will this change your stance as a student union and uh, how the universities have taken up the mandatory vaccinations? I doubt it would change our stance. Of course, I cannot speak uh, because I do not know what would happen. And fortunately, now I speak on behalf of a union uh, that represents students across the country. And we would probably also have to have engagement and decide that in this point and in this particular junction, how and where do, how do we make sense of what would be the reality at that time? So, uh, uh, of course, I, that would stand to prove it. We would stand to see what would happen. Uh, but just speaking of the cast, I doubt that any decision that is inconsistent with the Constitution of South Africa, we would find ourselves agreeing with it at any point, unless there would be a really such substantive reasoning that it would that is based on science, once again, but that is also based uh, on the will of the majority of South Africans, in particular with us, the majority of the students, then if if such is the case, then most probably. But uh, as things stand, I as things stand, I do, and with the current information that we have, uh, I do not believe that we would find ourselves agreeing uh, to any form uh, of coercion towards uh, the inoculation, participating in the inoculation program. A-teamers, remember, you are more than welcome to join in on this conversation by sending your WhatsApps to 0614-104-107. What are your thoughts on uh, the university's stance uh, in South Africa um, to mandatory uh, to have mandatory vaccinations for all students and workers as of uh, the 2022 academic year? Well, you can also send <coughs> a, a WhatsApp to 0614-104-107 or SMS 41391-CALLS go to zero one one seven one four two double zero six let me go to the lines eighty Makwaben is on the line good evening Akwaben. good evening it's uh guambeni's name guambeni good evening guambeni thank you for the correction okay that's fine um i'm a parent myself and uh, i have a uh, 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 a child who's uh, going to the varsity next year. And uh, to be honest, I'm not comfortable about this vaccination. Uh, and I feel like uh, finally somebody's coming forward. I want to thank my brother there. I think uh, you guys need, need to press on. We are the voiceless. I'm here in the Pompo, uh, Guiani. Um, and I'm a first-time caller. I will support any move that, uh, uh, as a parent, that will lead to uh, uh, this mandatory vaccination for the, the the student not to go forward. 
I'll support it because I don't understand uh, uh, why as, uh, this vaccine must be forced on people. Uh, we have a choice. But now the vaccine has to be forced on us. It's not the only remedy that can prevent uh, uh, coronavirus from entering anyone. Uh, they've been saying it, singing it. We are practicing it, social distancing. Wash your hands, greet with your elbow, and the other uh, protocol that uh, will help uh, uh, to avoid uh, the spread of COVID. But immediately when it comes to the vaccination, money is paid. People are, are, are starving. But money is paid only for people to vaccinate. And there is a rush. Why rush? Why are they rushing? What is it in? Like, if we become suspicious of the vaccination, it's not that we, 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 we are just suspicious people. But their actions tell a lot. Kwambeni, tell me something. Um, uh, despite the fact that you've got a child that needs to go to university, you, as uh, the parent, what are your thoughts on vaccinations? Will you go and vaccinate or have you vaccinated already? No, no. Myself, I won't vaccinate. So if the university that has accepted your child um, does not grant them access uh, next year in 2022, what will this then mean for your child's academic career? No, it's going to ruin my, 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 my child's future. It's definitely going to ruin her life. And uh, she she's not willing to vaccinate as well. That's why I'm saying... And I believe I'm not the only parent. There are a number of parents or many more who are not gonna, going to allow their kids to vaccinate. And uh, that's why I'm saying uh, unions like these ones, they will have our full support. I don't know what has gone into the mind of our leaders to let us down like this, that now we need to be forced. We want to go and vaccinate only out of our own will. Not thank you being very forced much, like animals. Thank you very thank much. Thank you. Thank you for weighing in. Let me go to another Atima Eddie. Good evening, Atima Eddie. Uh, hi, Patricia. Good evening. Yeah, good evening. You know, I'm just giving up hope in this country now. You know, it, it's bad enough when you get a lunatic fringed with these uh, anti vaxxers retarding any progress in this country. But when it comes to students, I mean, surely to goodness, the, the, you know, the, this is the future of our country, the, the students, and they don't think better than their nose. You know, for God's sake, P- 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 Patricia, <laughs> you know, forgive me for, for being totally frustrated. Five million people have, have died in the last couple of years worldwide from, from this disease. Now, you get scientists right around the world. The top scientists and so on are, 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 telling, are, are telling us this is the only way that the drugs, that, that, that the vaccines are, are totally safe. In fact, millions of people have been vaccinated and there's been no problems, you know, with it. But, but, you, but still you get this, this total idiocy. Now, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's just mind blowing. Uh, I, 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 you know, it's it's being proved. You know, the the, the, guy, the 
The guy says, you know, scientific proof. Well, that's a scientific proof. Now, if you get these these guys, they go to the hospital and they and and they get put on a drip. Do they go and say, "Oh, I'm not taking this. It's my it's my freedom of choice. I don't know what's in that drip." When they go to the chemist and they get an aspirin, they don't ask what's you know what's in that aspirin. But Eddie, uh, I, I, I must come I, in I, here. I must come I, I, in here. I, I just want when to you finish go to a hospital, with, 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 Eddie, with, with one point. Eddie, I just want to finish you, off with yeah, one point. I'll allow you to. If you go Eddie, overseas to, I'll allow uh, you if you to, go overseas to England or any of those countries where. 80 to 90 percent of those people have been vaccinated. They are back to normal life now because they're intelligent people. Okay. They're so, back so to Eddie, normal that's life. Not correct. They're going to sports stadiums yeah, and so on. That's not correct, Eddie. Right now, right now, Eddie, Germany is having. Uh, you know, a, a lockdown, mandatory vaccinations there. The USA is having struggles. Majority of them have been vaccinated. So many of the countries that have m- higher rates of vaccination than we do in South Africa are also facing high numbers of COVID. But not only that, y- your point on when you go to a pharmacy and get an aspirin, you don't know what's in it, but no one is forcing it down your throat. No one is saying you can't go and study because you don't have an aspirin. So th- this is something that we need to be very very sensitive about because if we are saying the youth is our future and we all agree but then we say our youth is compelled to do something in order for them to have access to study then I'm, I'm worried about that Eddie but thank you so very much for weighing in and thank you I hear your point that we need to listen to the scientists we need to do what's right for us as a country and globally but we can't do it at the cost of education. I don't believe that should be the way to go. Let me allow Asive to come in uh, before I go to Aisha. We've had two A-teamers who called in, Guambeni and uh, Eddie. What are your thoughts? Uh, thank you, Patricia. Let me start with Eddie. Uh, Eddie is more excited than is willing to listen. So uh, let me maybe, and also assist maybe in listeners that might have come in late, uh, I think I must firstly uh, 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 clarify this, so that we are not against vaccination. If anything, we support and we want and we encourage that all students should vaccinate. As a matter of fact, by the way, we have been running interventions and uh, programs across the country to encourage students to vaccinate. Uh, what we just do not agree with is that the students must take must be mandate, must be uh, asked to, in fact, must be forced to vaccinate and coerced into vaccination, or else they forfeit their right to education. That is not something we are going to accept. Not now. Not at any point. And then on the issue of the with the first caller, and the first caller is correct because this is our argument that we have been making is that when you create and when you implement and when you take such draconian measures toward the the, the, the uh, fighting the pandemic. You only grow the hesitancy and the reluctancy. In fact, whatever, uh, 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 whatever reluctance that a citizen has, you grow it when you force it upon them. Because the question becomes, then why are you forcing them? And then another issue is, is the issue of, I think about three, four weeks ago, numbers came out saying that about 51% of young people were reluctant to take the vaccine. Now, that, that should be telling to us. It means that there is... So it's not for the lack of knowing of the vaccine. It means there is something that we have not done correctly in being able to persuade young people, in particular now, to be able to take up the vaccine. 
So you cannot then say, just begin to force these people as if there is no scientific basis for them to take it. I think it is a very lazy approach, and it in fact has the opposite effect of uh, this which uh, universities are trying to uh, uh, instill in terms of forcing. It, this can only have the opposite effect uh, if, if, they, if they carry on and move in this fashion. Asif, and I'm glad that you are saying you are encouraging all young people at their own will, own accord, to go and vaccinate because you understand the impact of the vaccinations. And I'm glad that in the same breath you are also saying you, as the South African Union of Students, are saying no to the mandatory vaccination. But you are saying people should go at their own will. And the fact that people won't have access Absolutely. into higher education uh, institutions for learning and for working if they're not vaccinated. And the, the whole approach was not done correctly. It was not in collaboration with students and workers. And that's where we stand. So I hope our A-teamers understand the point of our conversation right now. I'm going to go now to Aisha. Aisha, good evening. Good evening. Patricia, and, and to your guests. I would like to, to take this to another level. This conversation is more nuanced. Higher education institutions are being disingenuous to attempt to make this mandatory because they know very well what is the history that our ancestors went through of, of being guinea pigs for, for scientists. So they're the last people that should be trying to force mandatory vaccination. That's one. Two, to your guests, you keep it right there, and then you drive that we have the natural medicine. They must make a vaccine. They were two years for them to use our medicine to make a vaccine for us. Thank you. Thank you very much, Aisha. Asviwe, what's your thought on what Aisha has said? Uh, sorry, I didn't pick up Aisha properly. Uh, she was not uh, audible enough. Well, she spoke about the fact that, uh, uh, one, the universities are the last people to be talking about uh, mandatory vaccinations because they know that uh, our ancestors were used as guinea pigs in science experiments in the past. And her second point was around... Um, saying that, well, keep it right there with your stance as uh, the South African Union of Students, but also make sure that you drive home that our African medicines should be used to create a vaccine for us as Africans. Uh, I think uh, the first one, uh, we completely agree with the use of using uh, African remedies to the extent to which we are able to prove their scientific efficacy. Uh, number two, we will really welcome the support uh, that uh, has been shown by various members and uh, sectors of society. And then on the issue of uh, uh, our people had been used, particularly African people as guinea pigs before, I think uh, we w I would not want to associate the union uh, with that particular statement because we do not want, at this point, we are all, there is absolutely no reason for us to believe that there could be something untoward about the vaccine or there is anything that could cause any adverse uh, uh, health effects on people. We are not of that view. And therefore, we do, I don't think we'd want to associate ourselves with any views that could seek to delegitimize or cast aspersions on the credibility of the vaccine 
as it as far as it pertains to especially when you use uh, when you uh, uh, you know when you contrast that with uh, you, the you, terms such as guinea pigs because it could suggest that our people are being used uh, as uh, guinea pigs in a trial uh, in a trial study which we do not believe is the case we believe that the vaccines are uh, they have the necessary efficacy and hence they have been adopted by the world at large by the way it's not only south africa that has chosen to adopt the use of these particular vaccinations to fight the pandemic. It's the world at large. And we believe that the vaccines are, are absolutely effective and will help us to fight the vaccine. So we would not want to. And in fact, I'm glad this comes up because there has been a few people that have used uh, our legitimate struggle to protect the constitutional right of our students to uh, to to mask and to... A camouflage uh, uh, their own uh, agendas, which for the most part uh, are, are regressive and not based on science. Uh, so I think we must absolutely distance ourselves from anything and, and any conspiracy with regards to the efficacy one, or at least the lack of efficacy in the virus, or anything that suggests that, sorry, in the vaccine, or anything that suggests that the vaccine is some is, is not medically proven or, or is medically ineffective and any of those things. Uh, so we would not want to associate ourselves with those sentiments because we do not believe that, uh, uh, in fact, there is such with right. regards to okay. uh, the, yes, the Let me go to uh, Atima Loiso. Good evening, Loiso. Good evening, Loiso. Hi, how are you? Strong, thank you. What's your question or comment? Uh, my comment is that, on my side, I feel that it's a bit unfair that uh, we are, we as South Africans, we tend to disregard what is happening in the international space, whereby vaccines are not taking. People uh, the same way as the international community has expected, whereby you have communities in the United States whereby people are accepting vaccines uh, in a way that is accepted, whereby you find people having vaccines whereby they are having uh, illnesses, but those things are disregarded within our communities. But we are expected to accept vaccines without within the community to be okay. But people within social media, whereby you have uh, TikTok, whereby people are showing their concerns that they they are having concerns that they are not accepting vaccines, but we are expected that we should accept vaccines to be okay within the community. But the nationwide, nationwide uh, media is expecting people to accept vaccines. So that is my concern. 
Thank you for sharing your concern, Loiso. Thank you very much. Asive, I'm going to ask for your patience. Um, I need to go to the news now, but straight after the news, we'll come back to you and then wrap up our conversation. Atimas, it's 11 o'clock on the dot. Let's go to Greg Close with the final news bulletin. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Dooley. Thank you very much, Greg. Uh, it's four minutes after 11 here on SFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Let's uh, continue with our social conversation. Uh, we are in conversation with uh, the spokesperson of the South African Union of Students, Asive Tlanjwa, who is uh, talking to us about their stance on mandatory vaccinations by the universities across the country. Asive, thank you very much for joining us and staying with us. I've got some voice notes here that I'd like us uh, to go to. Uh, good evening, uh, Patricia and the listeners. Last time I checked, uh, uh, China, they're in one, in one, they denied the investigators' access, the inve- investigators which were delegated by President Joe Biden. They've denied them access to that uh, virology laboratory next to, uh, there's been to be not far from uh, the marketplace where this thing it's been claimed to have started from. But surprisingly, go there now, those people are still selling their beds, continuing with their business as usual. So, and then to say where this thing started, people are not being held accountable and responsible. It is now the world problem. It's us now who must deal with variant after the other. It is not fair, to be honest. It's not fair. So that's why people are skeptical with this thing. And now we're being bought to go and vaccinate. It is not correct. Thank you very much. It's the end of the state. Evening, SAFM. It's Dumzi from Cape Town. I appreciate the guest who has come. He is articulating what I think, in my opinion, I think should be happening in these higher institutions of learning where they should be a debate on uh, these vaccines, a debate without fear or favor, but intellectual debates on on science itself. However, I also think that uh, science is not the only tool that should be used in determining whether uh, mandatory vaccinations uh, are appropriate. Because we know that science only works when on things that are known. Remember, science was telling us that masks do not do, there is no proof that masks do not work. But guess what? Masks do work. Those are the WhatsApp uh, voice notes we received. And uh, here's a couple of messages that we received via SMS. This one is from King St. Nazi, who's in Midrand, who says, we can't always wash our hands, keeping distance, etc. Let's uh, get the jab, guys. If you feel sick at work, you in- require sick leave and go to the doctor. But now you reject to go get jabbed that will assist not to be caught by this virus. Another one here uh, says forced vaccination shall constitute a controversial... Um, uh, okay, 
Wow, A-teamers, please, please, I'm begging you, when you're sending us messages, please send them in proper English writing. Please, don't short type and so on. It becomes difficult to read, but nonetheless. Um, Asif, you know, it's, 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 many are saying it's good for us to be getting vaccinated, and that's your stance. But I, I don't hear anyone agreeing to the mandatory vaccination, especially when it comes to universities. However, many are saying, let's get vaccinated, as opposed to those who are also saying, no, we don't want to get vaccinated. We're not ready for it yet. Uh, as a country, we're not ready. We want to know what's within the vaccine. So your stance, just reiterate it for us and give us your closing comments, please. Uh, in retaliation, we want to uh, encourage, and even if there are any uh, students or parents uh, of students that are listening, that we want to encourage that all students should vaccinate. We genuinely believe that the vaccine will allow us to be able to get back to a little bit of normality, particularly in institutions of filing. Let me give you an example. Majority of students, as we speak, uh, have studied throughout the whole academic year outside the classroom. They have not had physical contact with their lecturers. They have not uh, been able to interact amongst each other. And this is what makes an institution of higher learning. The difference between reading Ibona magazine and being in an institution of higher learning is that you interact and you engage and you participate. It's participative in the nature of uh, a higher education. And we have seen that students have struggled in fact, by the way, students had already been struggling when there was a lecturer standing in front of them. You can only, uh, you can only imagine what has been the impact when the student, when there is no lecturer, for the majority of them having to self-study. Uh, in fact, many students still do not have the necessary devices and the data to be able to participate effectively online. And institutions of higher learning have what we call support and uh, student support and wellness uh, 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 services, where they also assist students in terms of psychological support, where students can see psychologists and nurses and doctors for free. And because the students are at home, some of them even have nutrition programs and uh, dignity programs where there is a dispensing of sanitary products and toiletries, etc. These are all services that students do not have access to when they're at home because majority of our students come from poor and working class backgrounds. So it is highly, highly important that we get back to class. And one of the most uh, clear ways to get us back to class is through students vaccinating. So we really encourage them to vaccinate. However, we completely against it that students must be coerced and that they must be forced to vaccinate. They were saying their constitutional right to choose whether they want to vaccinate or not must be protected. And we are saying that let institutions become creative and let them not tie and let them not become lazy to engage intellectually using facts and science in institutions of higher learning and not uh, uh, coercion. Uh, and lastly, also maybe to say that, in, now this is even advice for government, that let us maybe even consider the incentivization of the vaccination. I, we do not believe there's anything wrong. In fact, we encourage that. Incentivize people to vaccinate. That you can do, but do not coerce them. And um, someone asked uh, earlier between, in fact, in an engagement that 
you know, uh, that there are certain services and certain things that will only be open to the vaccinated. And what is our view on this? And the reality is that there are two issues on this matter. There's firstly issues that uh, have to do with human rights. And we think anything that is a basic human right should not, people should not be prevented from participating in uh, uh, because they are not vaccinated. But with leisure activities, government and institutions of hiring and all other sectors, let them use leisure activities as means to encourage vaccinations. There is absolutely nothing wrong in saying that uh, for people to go watch soccer live in a stadium, they have to have been vaccinated because it's a laser activity. For people to go to a party or to go to whatever, they must. these are things that uh, society yearns to get back to. But for us to get back to government and use these things to encourage and boost the vaccination drive, as long as it does not impede on the basic human rights of citizens. I would think this is an area that is still underutilized. And before we get, and, 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 and in fact, uh, uh, really as a parting shot is to say that once you legislate the issue of vaccination, and I'm going to impress this again, the fact that 51% of young people are reluctant tells us that there's something wrong. So once you legislate it, it means you risk criminalizing almost 50% of young people in the event that they choose and they stick by their guns not to vaccinate. So you do not want to use, we are fighting a pandemic. We do not want to criminalize society in, by means of fighting the pandemic. So I think there's still a lot of work that can be done and should be done to drive the vaccination drive. There are many creative ideas that could be used. Uh, however, let us ensure that in whatever we do, we protect it because the pandemic is not yet to stay. One day it will leave us. When it leaves us, it must not leave us with a constitution that is in tatters. It must leave us with a constitution that is still intact. And I think that is uh, 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 my view on behalf of the South African Union of Students. Thank you so very much for joining us as we were. It's been such a great pleasure. Thank you very much, Patricia.